We're starting 2015 with a New Year's resolution. Don't get infected by a parasite that puts pointy needles out through your skin. We're reviewing Splinter on episode 111 of Have You Seen? Hello everybody and Happy New Year. Welcome to The Submersible. Welcome to episode 111 of Have You Seen? I am Kieran Lefort and over there... Quite some distance from me is Tom Webb. <laughs> Hello. Um, I think it's because we ended up quite cosy for uh, the last one we yeah, did in the submersible. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we're back to back to regular distance this yeah. time. Um, good Christmas, good New Year. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, good. Nothing, that's nothing. As, that's usually about as much as I yeah. get out of him. Yeah, nothing massively exciting. No. But nothing horrendous either. No. Good. That's the way it should be. We're talking about Splinter, yes. which is a horror movie. Uh, mm-hmm. It was our latest pitch in listener pitch, Yahtzee roulette or whatever the hell we're calling it. <laughs> yeah. um, there's only two left. So it's going to be um, listener pitch coin toss this week. Yeah, okay, fine. Uh, it was pitched to us by Pete Hammond, I do believe, mm-hmm. who has been a regular contributor to this show. Yeah. Pete said, I have a pitch for you. Bit of luck. Yeah. Uh, all the way back in, <laughs> all the way back on November the 29th, 2012. Wow. Pete said, if you haven't seen slash weren't aware of it, give Splinter a go. It's a fairly recent, 2008, relatively low-budget indie horror. The premise story... The premise slash story has been done time and again. Body horror meets home invasion, but here it's done pretty well. The leads are all pretty likeable and believable. It's well acted and looks pretty good too. There are a few standout scenes, I'm not saying which as it'd be kind of spoiler territory, but where I feel it excels is the quote-unquote monster itself. Without wanting to give too much away, it's a gymnast wearing a monster suit back to front, giving a fairly unnerving way of moving about. I wouldn't say it was my favourite film ever, but it was one that stood out for me. Do you have anything to add to the plot synopsis of... No. Because you're uh, generally better at summing up plot than I am. Um, I, don't, I don't think so. I mean, to go in a little bit more little bit of more depth there is a a couple who go camping uh but things don't go great so they decide to leave uh once they've once they're sort of on their way to a motel they get carjacked by a uh uh, sort of an escaped convict and his i couldn't tell if he'd escaped or if he'd been released who's on the run yeah he's on he was he was a fugitive yes and his uh drug addled girlfriend Hmm. um they get carjacked and they pull in to get some. Uh, they they run over, uh, like a creature, don't they? Yeah. Which is the, where we see the first instance of the parasite, mm. um, which leads the girlfriend to get infected. Is that right? I think I think so. Maybe I've got that wrong, actually. Yeah, no, she doesn't get infected. No, she doesn't. But that, that's, but it that, freaks her out. It freaks but her out. But nobody believes her because she's still she's, she's on a bit, bit of a come down. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's right. Yeah, and then they go, and then uh, they kind of pull in at a uh, a gas station on the way, uh, where uh, we already know that the proprietor has been splintered, splintered because yes. he was. That was the opening scene, um, and that's where the kind of the home invasion element comes in. They get attacked. That's when she gets attacked. Yes, um, they all get into the gas station, and that's where they kind of lock themselves, lock themselves in, and, in yeah. and the siege begins, basically. Yes. Yeah, and you have that dynamic between the very kind of aggressive uh, fugitive, mm. uh, the the nerdy, slightly ineffectual guy, yeah. and the slightly more bolshy girlfriend. Yes, and 
you know, by this point, the the the, the uh, fugitive drug-addled girlfriend is outside and splintered. Yes. Uh, yeah. So what did you make of it overall? Well, I, when you read out the email, I was a bit like, hmm, really doesn't sound like my cup of tea. Me neither. I'm not really into horror films. And this one mm. sounded like it could go quite gory. Mm. And not the sort of, and particularly not the sort of gore that I, I, I like. You know, mm. there's some gore that I don't mind. And this sounded like it would be really not up my street. Um, but I was really pleasantly surprised because I actually quite enjoyed it. As did I. I didn't find it particularly gory, although there were, uh, the gory bits that I found were the right bits in terms of effect. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And the bits that were, the bits that could have been needlessly gory were actually, you know, well under control. Yeah. Um, yeah. So no, I actually really enjoyed it. I thought it was really well shot. I thought, you know, um, the, the, like the production of it was really good, mm. um, which is unusual for a horror of this budget size and yeah, this can't have cost much. There are uh, there are six people in the whole cast. Yeah, I can't, I and that's not I'm, including the gymnast in the in the no, back front monster suit. I'm sure I saw a figure for it somewhere, and I, I think it might oh, might be three million dollars. Okay. But that even that seems a lot. Mm. Um, Let me see if I, I'll see if I can find out. You keep the effects are pretty the... good. There's a couple of slightly dodgy ones, which are which are like really really complex ones, and where. Yeah, it looks like maybe a bit of time ran out or something. But they're very, very few and far between. Yeah, my problem in that respect was um, a couple of the action sequences. They're yeah. whipping the camera around so yeah. much, to, I guess, to try and hide the low-budget yes. nature of it. You can't quite tell what's going on and where people are. Yeah, there there is a bit of that. And I, I, I would normally get really annoyed at that sort of camera work, but I kind of, I kind of understood why it was done that way. So um, I went on Wikipedia hoping that would give right. me a budget, and I yeah. typed in Splinter. And there's a picture of a man with a piece of wood stuck through his finger saying, a splinter is a fragment of a larger object, especially wood, or a foreign body that penetrates or is purposely injected into the body. Right. Well, that kind of Not what I wanted. Where's disambiguation? Anyway. Um, Yeah. So, um, yeah, I actually enjoyed it. I thought the the plot was strong. The characters were strong. The acting was pretty good. Uh, You know, the, the, the effects were pretty decent. The cinematography was good. The sound was good. Um, I the guy, the lead kind of geeky guy, lead good guy, if you like. Yeah. Uh, as soon as he started, I was like, "Oh, he looks Mr. familiar." Mister Jufro, I called him. Right. He he was in um he was in Josie and the Pussycats. Was he? Yeah. He huh. plays he plays their ineffectual manager. So he has cornered the market in ineffectual. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, there are some pretty uh, gruesomey bits in. Uh, yeah. The. There's a cop that gets ripped in half, that is exactly and I couldn't what I work out ask. how. She must have had lead boots on. No, I think it it kind of squeezes and tears at her, doesn't it? Um, the only figure I can find is the box office taken, not the actual. Oh uh, uh, right, what was that? Uh, four hundred seventy-eight thousand dollars. Right, which obviously is nothing. When it yeah, comes no, to absolutely. But this is the sort but, of movie that, that that they they kind of almost designed to have a small cinema release. Yeah almost as a marketing tool that yeah. doesn't make money and then you make your money back on DVD sales and yes. that kind of stuff. Yes. Um, yeah, it was... Um, yeah, the cop getting ripped in half was uh, was pretty nasty. Mm. Uh, the arm-cutting scene... Now, this is... Some, oh, this is something we didn't mention, like, plot-wise. Right. Um, the fugitive, before they get locked in the... Um, 
Yeah. Before they get locked in in the gas station, uh, gets one of the splinters in his finger. Yeah. And it starts to grow and grow and starts to eventually starts to take over his arm. Yeah. Um, yeah. The arm cutting scene had a line that made me howl. Right. Uh, when he's like, because he gets knocked out, he tries. Yeah. He wants to. He wants to cut his own arm off, doesn't he? Yeah. Um, and ends up unconscious or yeah. semi-conscious. And the other two decide, well, okay, we'll do it for him. Yeah. Um, and he starts waking up and screaming because yeah. they've just jabbed him with a Stanley knife is how they're going to cut this yeah. arm off. And she goes, it's okay, it's okay, we're cutting your arm off. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> and I was like, what the hell? I, th- I, th- I think she, she read his distress as, you know, like this thing is is killing me, yeah. And, and she was trying to placate him by saying we're getting rid of it, as yeah. opposed to what it came across as he was he was yelling because they just stabbed him. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That arm I wrote down that that arm severing is probably one of the nastiest things I've ever had to watch. Yeah, absolutely. But they do. I don't remember it being particularly gory. I mean, like you see the night, you no, see a bit and of that's soaring, kind and, of like yeah, because like, uh, and I think that works to its advantage because yeah, you could show that full and it would be pretty horrible. Mm. But I think it, it's worse when you hear a bit and you see a tiny bit, and it's it's extra worse if that's grammatically acceptable right. uh, because I've been doing a lot of home improvement recently, <laughs> yeah. and I just looked at my Stanley knife after this, and I thought <laughs> oh. I don't want that going anywhere near my bicep. <laughs> Um, what I enjoyed about this was they did very well at creating a quote-unquote new movie monster. Yeah. Although there's still a lot of zombie trope in there. Yeah, there is. There's, um, there's... We, we should make it clear that the, 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 the monster is effectively all of the victims kind of stitched together. Yes. yes. So so that like the half of the cop that it rips off is used as one part of the body and there's yeah. other bits. So it's all kind of like... Yeah. It, it becomes this amalgam of various people and animals. Yes. What I meant in terms of monster was I meant the parasite, really. Well, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, like I said, there's still a lot of zombie in there because, you know, it wants to... Not, it doesn't want to eat you. It no. wants to absorb you. Yeah. And make it part of the... Yeah. Part of the mass, as yes. it will become, a la zombies. Yeah. Um, you have the guy who is already infected but still with the heroes and ha- will have to be dealt with. Yeah. Um, and all of that kind of thing. It put me actually put me in mind of early Resident Evil games. Oh, yeah, I can totally see that. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You have yeah. a small space. Yeah. You have limited weaponry and any door you go to, an arm is going to smash through and try and grab you. Yeah. It's, that- it, it, yeah, you're right. It's like, it's almost like... Um, do you remember being chased by the nemesis yeah. at four o'clock in the morning? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly. Well, it's, it's the sort of, you know, in those games where you might come across a person, it's kind of like, this is almost like their little story. Yeah. You kind of imagine there's a bigger thing going on around it. Yeah. Yeah. It's entirely possible. Yeah. Um, the severed forearm going on the attack was horrible, where they have to hold it off with a like, with a rack, yeah. a wire rack. Yeah. And what I thought was really interesting about that whole sequence is like, there were elements of like uh, Evil Dead Two with the hand. Yeah, I actually wrote in big capital letters. There's half a hand moving by itself. <laughs> yeah, and it was like that could be because Evil Dead they play it for laughs. Yeah, and it could be really silly and look really mm. crap. But they actually, with a bit of that kind of obscuring camera work mm. and the the bringing the performances the way they do, they actually avoid you laughing at it mm. and just being as you know quite kind of. Not scared by it, but certainly unnerved by it. On the subject of, of arms and hands running around, what happens to the con the fugitive's infested arm? 
why isn't that trying to attack them? It just disappears after it gets cut off. Because it's in the um, it's in the freezer, isn't it? Oh, that's true. Because they, they they discover that temperature affects. I guess it. you then have it's to it. retro. Well, no, it's still when they're in the free freezer to start with. It's still moving and trying to get at him, isn't it? And yeah, they wrap, all they it, do is wrap it a blanket and, and above the blanket cut him with the Stanley knife. Yeah, I don't know. So it I, should I, be trying to get them. I I I, I guess that and the other plot hole. Yeah. is that Diesel does not explode the way it explodes no. in this film. No, it doesn't. Those, those, are the only two, those are the only two niggles I really have with it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and when they start throwing fireworks out by where they've poured lighter fluid. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Their, idea, their idea to get help, because yeah. this place is in the middle of nowhere, is that they, they manage to use a dustpan to pour lighter fluid out under the back door, where down it will run steps. down the steps into the forest and then they're going to ignite that and start a forest fire yeah. to get help. Yeah. Um and then they have an idea of distracting the thing outside by throwing fireworks out of the back door yeah. right near where they've just poured lighter fluid. Yeah. yeah it was um the, yeah the, the the kind of whole hot cold thing about with the temperature thing, yes. I thought it was it was an interesting device, but I think it did open up a few areas where it's a bit like, oh, hang on a minute, yeah, that doesn't quite hmm. connect the dots, as it were. Um, I liked. Uh, we talked about the acting one. I liked the character arcs because mm. over the over the course of the film, yeah, uh, uh, Mister Jufro the wuss, yeah, uh, mans up and becomes. Mm-hmm. Becomes yeah. the hero. Yeah, usual sort of everyday man arc. Yeah, but it's, it, what's interesting is it's, it's his it's his inquisitive nature and scientific knowledge that kind of brings him to be the person. Yes, with the plan and who can implement the plan. Implement, implement, implement that was go. what I meant. Yeah, yes. implement the plan. Um, yeah, which I, I thought was really cool. Mm. Uh, yeah. Um, and I really like this. So basically what they decide to do is that the cop car is sitting outside. Yes. And they decide that the best way to get it is uh, to lower his body temperature below that of the ambient temperature outside. This is this is his clever idea yeah. to go and get this cop car. Because they realise that it's, um, you know, this thing is obviously attracted to heat. Yes. In the first... In the- first attack on their group after getting the girl it doesn't go for him it dives on the bonnet of the car which was still hot yeah um so they they do this really cool sequence of him using ice to cool his body down and he's got a little temperature probe yes in his mouth and he's got to stay within it and he's uh, he has to stay under like 93 degrees yeah yeah yeah. so basically his body is almost at the point of stopping to function yet he has to get to this car and start it and that whole sequence was quite tense and Mm. quite cool i thought Mm. um yeah i I don't really have much else Um, no i don't either i was like i said i was really surprised how much i enjoyed this yeah I also think that directed with a little more flair and maybe a thicker vein of dark humour, it could have been really great. Yeah. And as it stands, it's just good. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I'd agree with that. And it starts pretty slow. And do you know what? For the first 20 minutes or so, I really wasn't that bothered. Yeah. I thought we'd been sold a bit of a dud. Yeah. Uh, but it gets scary and creepy as you go on and really yeah. picks up. Once you, you kind of have to, the... to persevere through the yeah. first act a bit. Yeah. Well, the, fir- the thing that when one of the first things that happen is this, this couple coming to them, they start setting up their camp. Mm. And like they're kind of unloading stuff out of the back of the car. And they've come to 
a wooded area. Mm. And one of the things they brought with them is wood. <laughs> I didn't even <laughs> notice that. And they get a bunch of wood out the back of the car for a fire. <laughs> and I'm just like, well, hang on a minute. <laughs> You've come. Surely that's the whole part of going camping. You go and find some wood to make a fire. So that kind of made he me like. He brought his hatchet as well, though, didn't he? Yeah, that's true. And mm. I was just a bit like, oh, really? And that, that for me. And then when it kind of, if, like, turned out to be quite good, I was quite mm. surprised. So you're yeah. right. That kind of throws you off a bit at the beginning. Mm. Yeah. So recommended? Absolutely, yeah. Excellent, good. Uh, it can be found on uh, Netflix UK, I think is where I watched this. Yeah, it was. Sounds about right. So yeah. if you're listening in the UK or can get to Netflix UK, yeah. you can, uh, that's 80 minutes of horrific fun. Yeah, yeah. Marvellous. So, as I mentioned, mm-hmm. we are down to two, two. listener pitch Yahtzee roulette coin yeah. flip mm-hmm. movies. Um, I don't know how well a coin toss is going to go on the radio. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I am going to find our two pitches and then I'll work out how I'm going to do an audio-only coin toss. So, two movies, mm-hmm. one coin. Okay. I better dig out the coin. Yeah. Even if for sound effect purposes. Yeah. I don't have a coin. Are you poor after Christmas? Uh, well, partly, yeah. But also, I don't, use, I don't generally carry cash. Oh, you do it all on the card, do you? Well, I was going to say, as far as I'm aware, it's the only thing I have in common with the Queen. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, let me just check my 50p piece here. No, your face isn't on this. Oh, right. So, uh, yeah. right. I'm going to have to do this right in front of the microphone and try not to uh, get it in my glass of water <laughs> or accidentally give it to Tom. <laughs> Are we ready? Oh, um, well, I guess I'll be nominating heads and tails since I've got the two pitches. Yeah, because I don't know what Okay, they so are. I have arbitrarily assigned one to heads and one to tails. <laughs> right. What? This way it's not going really to work because you could just pick one. <sighs> Shut up. <laughs> We're doing this for effect. Right, Ready? Fine. Yeah. Right. <laughs> for what it matters, yeah. came up tails. Right. And which one was tails? For the Bible tells me so. Ah. This is another Pete Hammond um, introduction. Right. As I believe is our final movie. Oh, really? <laughs> so we've ended up we've... with, th- we'll end up with three Pete Hammond pitches back to back. Excellent. So, well done, uh, Pete. We might as well just be doing this show for him. I know, yeah. <laughs> he says, when did he say it? He said this in May 2013. Wow. So fairly recent history for us. Yeah. I just watched a fairly chilling horror film and thought it might make an interesting pitch. It's on Netflix and is a documentary entitled For the Bible Tells Me So. Right. The blurb on Netflix says it is a doc examining the ways in which conservative Christian groups have used and exploited scripture to deny human rights. But to put it more succinctly, this is a God Hates Fags documentary. Right. With well-made documentaries, often the subject matter isn't imported. (laughs) With well-made documentaries, often the subject matter isn't important. God damn it! (laughs) With well-made documentaries, often the subject matter isn't important. See, Undefeated. Oh, that was a long time ago. Yeah. No, and a great, very good film. Great film, yeah. yes. But here it really is important, depending on your point of view slash opinion slash religious beliefs. Right. I myself am an atheist with very good reason. Please don't read the reason out. Oh, fuck. Let's <laughs> <laughs> do that again. I myself am an atheist, but I do have a fairly broad knowledge of Christianity and a low tolerance of fools and dickheads. And there are plenty of those on display here. Right. Some of the stories are heartbreaking, but at the same time infuriating. One woman recounts the tale of how she shunned her daughter after she came out, only for her daughter to then disown her, then kill herself. 
Obviously a sad tale, but the maddening part is the mother said her daughter's lesbianism was against God, whereas she herself was a divorcee. Something I thought was also against God. And here we have the crux of the issue. It's painted fairly broadly, but it highlights that some people pick and choose the parts of the Bible they want to read just to justify their prejudices. They all quote Romans slash Leviticus saying a man must not lay with another man lest he be put to death. But Leviticus also states that a man shall not eat rabbit and you don't see placards outside restaurants proclaiming God hates rabbit stew. (laughs) Ultimately, it's a fairly even-handed doc, edit, and in some respects is uplifting. Uh, Not in a religious sense, but in a human nature and common sense triumphs. Sense. I think he's missed a word off the end. Okay. Interesting. Good. Should I head to IMDb for some more clarification? Because I read that exceptionally poorly. Yeah, I think... um... You know, Netflix has been bugging me to watch this since yeah. I signed up. I remember seeing it and kind of thinking, "Oh, that kind of seems a bit interesting." Now I've watched um, Religious. I have not seen that. Okay, now I've I, had a copy for years and I've never watched. Do you know it. what? I watched it and something really annoyed me. And this is something that I like. Like Pete, I'm also an atheist, yeah. but there's one thing that I really, really don't like. And that is atheists who say that people who believe in religion are stupid. Because mm-hmm. that really bugs me. And the religious documentary by Bill Mayer is pretty much 90 minutes of like, you know, you believe in this. Why? That's really stupid. He does have a tendency to lay on a bit thick yeah. in, in, the, in that kind of Michael Moore kind of way. Yeah, and, yeah. I, and I got really kind of annoyed at that. So I'd be interested to see how, like Pete says, this is quite balanced. I'd be mm. intri- I'm, I'm quite intrigued to see this because I think it's a fascinating subject. Mm. Um, and I, I mean, you know, in in recent events, we've seen quite a lot of instances where people have uh, used what is effectively fundamentalism for their own means. Mm. Uh, and, you know, that can apply to... Not just in Christianity. Exactly. It could be yeah. Christianity, it could be Islam, it could be, yeah. you know, anything, really. Um, so, I mean, it's a fascinating subject. Mm. So, uh, I'll be intrigued to watch it. In summation, mm. IMDb says, an exploration of the intersection between religion and homosexuality in the US and how the religious right has used its interpretation of the Bible to stigmatise the gay community. Mm. It sounds it sounds really interesting. It I've does. seen I've seen um, I saw a documentary that kind of had a, have a, had a similar theme, which was about um, the those kind of uh, I suppose you'd call them camps. You know, you know, like you, you often get the pray the gay away camps. Yeah, that like it, it's it's basically oh you, you know if yeah, you're a homosexual like, come here we'll cure you. Yes, I've exactly. seen like that's documentaries about those before. Yeah. yeah. And that's um and that's really sort of fascinating. Mm. Um I can't remember what that documentary was called but it was really good. That might have been on Netflix as well actually. Mm. So you know, I'm 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 intrigued to watch this. So if you have seen for the Bible tells me so mm. or in fact any other movie we have covered in our previous 110 episodes. Mm. You can let us know on Twitter at HYS Podcast. I don't know why I'm looking Tom in the eye while I'm doing this. No, I just no. read it off my head. It's seductive. <laughs> Shall I see if I can seduce you with this? No. no right. I think Mrs. Webber might have something to say about <laughs> yeah, that. Absolutely. Um, oh, I've lost my train of thought. 
Maybe I need to go to one of these camps. Um, <laughs> we're also on Facebook, facebook.com slash have you seen podcast. Uh, the website is have you seen.net. The email is podcast at have you seen.net, which is where uh, Pete Hammond sent three pictures and some other people sent some pictures. <laughs> yeah, which we ignored for like 18 months. Yeah. Um, but, you know. Uh, but the next one is the last one, and we're going to need some new ones. So start yes. thinking about good movies that you've seen that you think we should watch. Yeah, and that's not just Pete. That's everybody. That's everybody. <laughs> yeah. but although I'm sure Pete will absolutely, yeah, will uh, will get yeah, on no, it. Please do. I mean, we've got we've. I think we've both got a, a stack of things to to pitch to get back to our usual format. But it's always fantastic to get people pitching in for us. Absolutely. Um, because you know, <laughs> not just on the weeks when we're feeling lazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. But it's really nice to get you know mm. to get other people involved. Mm. And also, we're on YouTube. YouTube.com slash hys podcast. I had mm-hmm. to double check that. YouTube.com slash HYS podcast, which is where we put little videos of uh, basically pitching movies that we both like, we've both seen, we both like, mm-hmm. and we're not going to cover on this show because yeah. there's no point. Yeah. But we think you should see them anyway. Mm-hmm. We need to make some more of those. We do, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I actually have a flat that yes. is in a reasonable <laughs> state of repair, I might do some. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we like shares and likes on Facebook, particularly if new show posts. Oh, you can also see episode 100, the video yes. uh, movie. Episode uh, 100 of the movie. Episode 100 <laughs> of the movie uh, is yeah. on uh, YouTube, and they haven't asked us to remove it yet, so it good. can't be yeah. as bad as no. we thought. We like shares and likes on Facebook. I'm not even going to cut that out. We like shares and likes on Facebook, particularly if new show posts. We like retweets on Twitter, again, especially if new show tweets. We like reviews and ratings on iTunes, particularly those with lots of stars. Oh, I haven't checked that for a And we like your pitches for new films and reviews of stuff we've covered thank you to everybody for listening especially if you've done any of those things thank you to Upbeat Productions for letting us back into the submersible mm-hmm. thank you to Alexia Mom for his technical expertise thank you to Rob the submersible manager for keeping it in reasonable order mm-hmm. uh, and thank you to Nicola the social media manager not a day goes by when I don't wake up to mm-hmm. at least one new follower on yeah, Twitter that's which cool, is marvellous yeah. so if all you people following on Twitter would like to listen to us maybe I should do that on Twitter hey new followers yeah. why don't you actually listen to the damn show <laughs> yeah absolutely that might work because yeah. then, then our stats would go through the roof that's it awesome Uh, we should head off Tom needs to get back to his newfound flicker stardom after appearing on the front page yesterday (laughs) yeah that was weird yep pair of horses ears and a sunrise or a sunset was it it Uh, sunrise or sunset it was sunset oh yeah because there's no chance of you getting out of bed for sunrise (laughs) no Um, and uh, we shall see you I'm going to boldly say next week yeah I think you should uh, for for the bible tells me so which I am even as an atheist, now praying to God has not been removed from Netflix in the interim. <laughs> that's true, yeah. Because that would properly screw us over. Yeah. Uh, so uh, let's go and do some investigation, and we shall speak to you in a week. Goodbye. Bye.